Welcome. Thanks for tuning in to The Good Nurse Outlook, a podcast about life from a nurse's point of view. But if you're not a nurse, that's okay too. Not only will I discuss things nursing and healthcare related, but everyday matters as well. Honestly, the topics are endless. I'm your host, Nurse Naj. Let's get into it. Hey, you guys. Welcome to episode eight of the Good Nurse Outlook podcast. Today, I'm definitely just freestyling and I just want to like talk and get personal and tell you guys what's been going on and everything that has been going on with me. I'm super excited about Chart Like a Boss. I am so dramatic. Literally, all the books are here. Like, this is who I am. <laughs> super dramatic. I had my book launch Saturday and it was so much love. It was full of just such genuine, happy vibes. I mean, it was so great. My childhood friends and best friends, they all flew up from Florida and they came. Nadurge hosted it. She did an amazing job. She even had this little chant. It was like, chart like a... And then people would be like, boss, Diana, Gladys, Yolan. I am so grateful. They flew up. They showed out. They showed love. It was amazing. Oh, my Gigi, um, she came up too. And it was just such a great vibe. We packaged orders together. I got so many online orders. The pre-orders was crazy. And then I was signing everyone with a little personalized note. And just thank you so much for your support. And I appreciate you. Along with like little gifts uh, for my book launch, we had so many gifts. Um, we made homemade candles. We had pens, chapstick, hand sanitizers, uh, little flyers that I thought was so beautiful. I had my banner that I made. I felt like outside of myself in a way. I felt like it was so unreal. Like, you know, and it wasn't even like the best of days. It was pretty gloomy outside. Parking was difficult because they had a parking lot, but you had to walk. And, um, you know, everyone still like through all that, they managed to find parking and show up and show me so much love and just like speak over my life. Just good things. Even my pastor came and that meant so much to me. I think I was like trying not to cry. Oh, my gosh. It was it was beautiful. Everyone just everyone came. You know, it was great. Uh, my family, my, they'd never been on a plane before from Florida. They showed out. Mer- <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. Malkia came through. No, was she like Mia? Mia came through, so that was special. Um, yeah, the love has been crazy. I've honestly been like, I've been trying to be in the moment with these type of things because you know it's not something I would take light. I mean, I was very nervous about this, and now it's coming to life, and you know, people are like looking up to me, and I, I love that because like I, I can truly say like I've been through the mud like my whole career like a CNA then I went for RN got my MP you know so it's just like I've trickled and traveled and did so much and I feel like what I'm sharing in this book is genuine real life experiences I mean it's very real raw classy of course you know I keep it cute I just feel like someone said it best this girl I don't want to be like this girl. I know who said it best. She was like, it's like a little pocket guide. It's like your own personal preceptor. And I just love that because I really feel like the tools that I put into this book, my friend, she's like, it needs to be $40. I was like, I'm not going to make a book $40. I did have it priced pretty low, but it just didn't sit well with me because I'm like, you know, I wanted to sell. But at the same time, this is such great value. Like I can't be cutting myself short. If you have bought the book, please let me know what you think about it. I know it's so fresh, right? People just got their books this week, but even like the way people are responding and, you know, posting me on social media and tagging me, like I love it. So um, I'm on my new travel contract. Things are not rough. It's going pretty well. 
Um, it's just a lot to try to like record a podcast, go to work, have a book launch, promote your book and just do so much. So I really appreciate like I really appreciate when people repost me and share my content because it just makes it so much easier for me. And it just shows me like people really care and love you. And it's amazing. Uh, my friend, she was like, I want you to know how proud I am. I mean, you even lit a fire under me and you inspired me to like do so much. And um, people ask me like, how, where did all this come from? And I just like, literally, I just thank God because there is no way I could have been like, I just, I just don't even, me, myself, personally, I don't even understand how I was able to do all this, you know, and just maintain the social life and, you know, still be cool and amazing and a good friend and a good sister and daughter and just all these things that I am. I love, like, the vibe. I opened the curtain. It's given, like, South Florida to me. Like, the light is giving me Florida. Um, the plants in the background is giving me Florida. Like, ooh, I'm getting Florida without, like, the hot-ass sun. <laughs> So since I'm here and I'm talking about my book and about how amazing it is, it's only right that I read a chapter of my book. Just kidding. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I will tell you about the book. If you haven't read the book, I'm going to just read off of it. I've been like, I'm going to be very honest. I've been like so nervous. So some of the things we did at the book launch, we had um, played games, true or false. How well do you know the author? There was some Q and A's. There was like some little games in between. And then I read a chapter and um it was so nice oh my gosh people said such nice things about me <laughs> and you could tell like they were put on the spot and they still said nice things you know people be like nervous like me i was so nervous why was i nervous at my own thing i feel like i'm probably like so reserved all the time literally sometimes i forget i have tattoos because i'm like always covered up so child like a boss is a documentation guide for nurses it consists of more than 900 medical abbreviations I have medical illustrations, just so many good gems in here. I have a chapter on do's and don'ts of charting, when to chart, how to chart. I talk about narrative notes, FDAR notes, focus, data, action, response, charting by exceptions, soap notes, we have flow sheets. And then I love that I just give like examples of how to chart, like real examples nurse note templates like literally something that you can use in your everyday I talk about when you're stating safety precautions in place what exactly does that mean because of course safety precautions in place can mean like the side roll is up and you know the call bell is in reach but if you have order safety precautions chart something like order safety precautions in place you know you want to be specific but you also don't want to overdo it because safety precautions in place is something that's like you're implying that you know the patient is safe and you have these certain things i feel like i'm rambling but yeah i love that like at the end of every chapter i always have a recap and i'm also giving away clinical gems so one of the clinical gems that i give away is how to give a handoff report so i'm just going to read a section of the book during shift change i don't always remember every detail during my 12 hours but i know i always document what i have done so when i'm giving a report if someone asks me a question and i don't recall exactly i can always check my notes I am an avid supporter in having the EMR open when giving report. It's what I rely on to ensure smooth and efficient handoffs. Here are some tips to use when giving handoff report. Tip number one, establish a flow. Communicate a brief chief complaint, diagnosis, and patient history. Discuss pertinent patient results, what was done during the patient's stay, what the patient is open for pending, and the plan of care. Of course, this is not limited to patient orientation, 
IV access, mobility status, diet, etc. Tip number two, do not gossip about the patient during the report and avoid sharing negative opinions of the patient. For example, patient will talk your ear off or avoid the sister. Tip number three, don't pass the buck. Sometimes you don't have enough time during your shift to complete a task. Yet, that differs from pushing the task to the next shift because you didn't want to complete it. For example, if you had to put an NG tube in at 1300, one o'clock, and you tried to endorse it at 1900 to the incoming nurse, that's passing the book and that's neglect. And tip number four, at the end of handoff report, repeat what the patient is open for, pending, and plan of care for confirmation and clarity. And then, you can't see and I'm not like the best at editing, but I do have a picture and it shows like how you should give your handoff report. It's like a task sheet. And I do have like a handoff report picture at the end. Let's see if I can edit. I don't know, maybe I'll add a picture and I'm not sure. I'm limited on time these days by the book. No, just kidding. If you go to my Instagram page and you see my post that says discount for nursing students, it is on the last slide of the three slide image post <laughs> because honestly I'm not the best with this video editing and I don't really have enough time to go back and really maybe I'll add the picture and who knows we'll see we'll see I probably won't I won't even lie my birthday's tomorrow and I gotta do a photo shoot <laughs> but yeah another thing I love about the book is that I have inspiring quotes before every chapter so it just like motivates you because being a new nurse being a novice nurse or just being a nursing student and even being an experienced nurse in, in a different um, specialty, like it can be a lot, it can be hard, and it can be overwhelming. So, you know, you just want to have something inspiring and motivating to just like keep you going. And of course, I have my master's degree, so I couldn't help but to add in a chapter on clinical history. And it discusses chief complaint, chart a chief complaint, how to do a HPI, history of presenting illness, and then also like important things to note along with surgical history, social history, family history, and review of systems. Now, the book is more detailed. I'm just like skimming through it. Do give a very detailed review of systems and just follow me on social media, TikTok, Instagram. I'll be posting more content of the book. It's just like right now, it's been a lot for me and I'm still trying to like engage and, you know, be receptive and, you know, communicate with people. By the way, um, if you are a nursing student and you're listening to this podcast or you know a nursing student, uh, DM me on Instagram and I will be giving out the code for $5 off the book. So another thing that I love about this book is when I was a nurse and I was learning how to chart or if an incident happened to me at work, an elopement, a discharge, a fall, it wasn't really quite clear exactly what I should do. Now, I've worked at a lot of facilities. I've read a lot of research. I've watched videos and I've done so much to like make this book come to life. So I decided to put like real nurse note templates in here. So if you do have a fall, what to do, how to chart it. It's meant to be the building grounds for a strong foundation. Everyone's facility has protocols and procedures which you should follow. However, in the event that you're unsure of those, you can use this as a guideline or you can come in with the knowledge like what normally, because I've been to several facilities. I've been to like nursing homes, hospitals, acute care, like so many places. And I've just taken all my experience and put it into this book. And everyone seems to trickle down to the same like type of system. Use these tools as the building blocks for a strong foundation. Ask questions, speak to your charge nurse, speak to your manager, speak to your supervisor, but at least you're having the knowledge, the prehand knowledge 
to come into a situation aware. Like if an elopement happened, you don't have to freak out and be like, oh my gosh, what to do, what to do? Because you've read Chart Like a Boss, right? Like, you know, if you have an elopement, you need to make sure, did the patient leave with an IV access? Because that's like number one. Have you checked everywhere in the unit? Have you called the patient's phone? I had a patient elope on me in the ER and I was freaking out and the charge nurse, she just called their phone and was like, yo, where you at? She wasn't like that, but it, it felt like she was like that. And they were like, yo, I went home. Like, the wait was too long. But, like, the patient didn't have IV access or anything. So we just did a little note. But, you know, just so you know, like, patients are going to walk out. Patients are going to fall. Patients are going to do things. And, you know, the tools are here. And I just love that. I love that for the nurses. I love that for, like, everyone that's, like, I love that for everyone that's, like, too shy to ask questions. This, this book is, like for you well since i'm here the thing about freestyling on your podcast is like when you when you run out of things to talk about you don't want to be rambling one of the nurses at the job was telling me how she felt like nurses don't give good handoff reports so i'll use the last few moments to talk about like a nursing handoff report personally me i've worked er i've worked med surge i know how to give a good handoff report i've called facilities i've spoken to doctors given sbars I myself have been on the provider side of things, given a report. And I think the most important information is to really know what's going on with your patient. And it takes nothing to look that up. Like literally you could check the chart, check the HMP history and physical. So something that I do in the ER, I always check the provider's note because the provider most likely checked the nurse's note. And of course they talk to the patient too, but usually like everyone, I don't want to say it like providers leech off of nurses because it's not what I mean. It's just like the, some nurses write very detailed notes. And then when the provider goes in to read the note, when they assess the patient, they have a better picture of what is actually what is actually going on. And then they also have the knowledge that they brought in. Yeah, you know, my camera root is out. It just cut off like... What was that about? But anyways, yeah, so providers, ugh, what was I saying? Oh, how to give a good hand off report. So usually I'll read the doctor's note because usually the doctor has read the nurse's note. They've seen the patient. They've assessed the patient. And then they also wrote a plan. And that's like what you need to know when you give a handoff report. You need to know why the patient came in. What were they complaining about? How long has it been going on? Reading the notes skimming through the labs and it takes time you're not going to be able to like read through an HMP super fast be able to look at the chief complaint see the labs diagnosis understand that and then read the plan some people only read the plan on the HMP and then you're asking them questions like wait how we how we skip labs and (laughs) and diagnostic exams and like how did you get to this conclusion that's not a report a real report you need to know why the patient came in what is their complaint Something that I think is very important is where did the patient even come from? Did they come from home or a nursing home? Because that also gives you background information that will be pertinent in the care that you're receiving the patient. Because if a patient is coming from a skilled facility, a lot of patients tend to, when they're in the hospital, have like this, um, oh, don't butcher me, please, but I can't recall what it's called. But when you're in a change of environment, so you kind of get like a little bit confused like a slightly altered mental status, but not like a real altered mental status. It's just like a change of environment, altered mental status. Yeah, um, confusion, better word. Are, are they coming from home where they have a lot of support and are they gonna wanna always see their family? You know, so those things are important. I always tell people, patient is a da-da-da-da. You know what, I'm gonna give an example. 
patient is a 19-year-old male from home with parents came in with a complaint of right lower quadrant pain. On assessment, patient noted to be holding a right lower quadrant, screaming and pain. Patient had a CAT scan which showed appendicitis. Plan for patient is MPO awaiting surgery. Boom. That's like a great report. It's like, boom, straight to the point. Because anything else, you could look in the chart. And still, no, because you're going to have some nurses that's going to be like, do they have any allergies? What does the skin look like? And please don't come for us ER nurses in the skin. We do a damn good job down there in the ER. And sometimes I just wish that other florists could like orientate in the ER and see how crazy it is. See, and not like I'm making an excuse. Like, I check my skin. I don't even bring a patient on the unit unless like, patient is like clean i'm not gonna give you a messed up patient and anybody that has ever worked with me can tell you the same thing i i'm different but i get it and i understand all sides but me personally my patients are clean belongings are gathered and confirmed and there's a belonging slip like you know but anyways i digress because that's getting off topic i feel like with a great handoff report you just really need to know your patient you need to know the chief complaint you need to know pertinent labs that are important and diagnostics you also need to know consults if any consults have seen them what they're open for the plan from the provider when it comes to my patients i look up everything because i never want to not know what's going on and sometimes you're going to have consults that do not know the patient and they're going to be looking at you for background story and you would think like oh didn't the provider tell you like why didn't the medicine doctor notify id of like what's going on no sometimes that don't happen sometimes id is going to call you and be like okay um, the doctor wants me to be on consult. What's going on with the patient? And you need to know. Knowing how to give a good handoff report is knowing your patient. And then knowing how to read the chart. Once you know your patient, know how to read the chart, like the rest is just easy. Easy breezy, lemon squeezy. I don't know if that's how it goes, but I love sayings and I never know really what the sayings are. Anyways, thanks so much for tuning in to the Good Nurse Outlook podcast. You guys have an amazing week. It's Friday. And this video is going up in less than one hour. Let me not. You know when you just put things in the atmosphere and you just hope? That's me hoping. I'm going to stay strong. Because my birthday is tomorrow. And I'm working. And I know people are like, how oh, can you work on your birthday? But literally, I just had a book launch. Like, that was my baby's birthday. I got a baby birthday and a me birthday. I don't know. I'm weird. Anyways, bye, y'all. God bless. Love you all. Take care.